Welcome everybody to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be great. It is your host, your boy, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges never needed an a.k.a. And together that will make us... Goddamn brothers. And we back at it again. It is a beautiful Thursday. We are heading into Labor Day weekend. What is going on, y'all? The summer's going by so fast. Bye. So, it's so, gone. so, so. It's gone. Like, it feels like Labor Day is kind of the unofficial end of summer. So Get the hoodies out. It's getting cold. Yeah, it's been getting like it's 70 something degrees. It's dropping. You know what fall is? Fat boy summer. Well, we were not really that fat. No, I ain't talking about us. Okay, I'm just okay. saying it's for fat boy. You know, like when you see a fat boy that got a hoodie on and it's still 78 degrees, really? he has been waiting to wear that hoodie for a long yes, time. Yes, because he's trying to cover up all <laughs> them little jiggles. And all them titties. He's trying to cover right, up. Right, he's trying to cover that shit up. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> We are here, ladies and gentlemen. We hope to miss y'all. We got some gut check time. We call this relationship game. But first, we got a little something we have to call Town Hall Business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? I want to give a shout out to all of our affiliates like I do always. So shout out to WIAN Radio in Memphis, Tennessee. I did say Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You can catch the Brothers Podcast. Shout out to UBN. That's Urban Broadcast Media, where you can also catch the Brothers. Shout out to Scene Chicago, where you can catch me and some of the hottest, hottest articles all the time. Shout out to iHeartRadio. Shout out to iTunes. Shout out to I. Shout out to him. And shout out to everybody that make this Brothers thing mm-hmm. possible. We are nothing but a Google away. City people, what you got for me? As always, shout out to our brothers in the Brothers Hub. That actually some of them are tuning in right now. Shout out to our young bull Ryan Watkins for at my mama's table hey. podcast. Also, shout out to Reggie Price for could be wrong, but I doubt it. Doubt it. Doubt uh, it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> doubt it. I don't know what to speak right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our number one fan, Keisha Hudson, is tuning in, and I forgot the other young brother who's our number two. The other number one fan, I forgot. I would try to remember. It's a complicated name. Yashua. Yeah, Yashua. Seven thousand. Yahweh or something like that. Whatever, my brother. I will remember it, and I want to shout you out because you're our second top man. We appreciate the love you're giving us. Yes, we do. Us always shout out to our viewers. Also, our always official DJ JMC. And like I said, shout out to the viewers out here. Shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. We appreciate the love and support. Mm-hmm. We're glad you're here to rock with us. Yes, yes. So, with that being said, now let's get to some of what's going on. What what's really good out here? What's really good out here, bro? All right. So, this actually I'm gonna defer this to you a little bit because you actually got more on this side. Okay. So you informed us for me this past weekend. You was watching the VMAs, right? Uh huh. So I got a question for you. Why? Maybe I didn't want to talk about this. <laughs> keep on going. Why? Why? Who watches this anymore? Like, why would you watch it? I have no idea, you know. But you uh, bored or something? Not, well, you know, I was looking for either, you know, Jersey Shore or uh, Black Ink or something, and I stumbled upon the yes. VMAs. I have no idea. So you just sat through the whole three hours? I did not sat through the whole three hours. I might have sat through a couple of minutes. Saw that all the extra shit? I saw on. all the extra shit. I, no idea why people still watch the VMAs. First of all, it should be called the LGBTQ VMAs at this point because I think I saw 17 consecutive artists that had something to do with that movement. 
all over. I think I saw 18 drag queens on stage at the same time. I don't even know what that, they wouldn't even perform. I have no idea why the VMAs is what the VMAs is now. But shout out to Missy Elliott for that um, big award that she got. Video Vanguard. Vanguard Award, yeah. That was this. It's really disrespectful how she gone that long without winning the VMA. Like, there's a lot of artists that won over her, and I don't understand why she didn't get honored. Come on, Missy 60. Now y'all y'all just getting around to her? Damn, that's petty as hell. She old, though. Also, did you hear? Also, you know, it's a sad, sad time in the sports world. Andrew Luck and his spontaneous retirement from the NFL. That just goes to show you that this game is a brutal game. You know, if this was the NFC, I'd probably be a little bit more happier. But because it's AFC, I guess I can yeah. be sad about it. Because it's like, yo, he could took an ass whooping for seven years. But a lot of quarterbacks take an ass whooping. And that's one of the reasons why, and this is for all my draft people, if you're a quarterback and you're coming out in that first round, it can be a, a, a gift, but it could be a curse. Because if you go into a bad team, that means that team ain't got no line to protect your ass. Mm-hmm. You see what happened. You get 18 injuries, and your exit stage left too quick. Always, always a rough Same sport. thing happened to uh, David Carr with the Texans. Yeah. They was whooping his ass, and he made an early exit. Mm-hmm. Let's hope his little brother Derek does better than him. Yes, yes, yes. That's a little brother? I don't know. Yeah, that's a little brother. Okay, that's more. Maybe I get that. And really quick, real quick, finally, I hope, we hope, we hope, we hope y'all caught that new Chappelle show stand-up. That shit was awesome. It was, it was spectacular. Can't you know, even call it a stand-up. Uh-huh. You got to call it some uh, uh, goddamn it's, it's play called, It's, it's called Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones. So Netflix right now, it's got a whole one hour and five minutes of his original stand-up. Plus an extra bonus 20-minute epilogue. You got to watch after credits. Be sure to watch after the credits. It's a 20-minute epilogue. So it takes about over an hour and a half to watch it the whole day. It is great. It is. We highly recommend it. And most importantly, it pisses a lot of people off. And that's that. what we like. Because you know what? Some of y'all need to be pissed the fuck off. Because mm-hmm. we are pissed off from hearing from y'all. We know, I know we are. Outraged culture. <laughs> fuck out of here. Whiny ass bastards. But also, before we end this, I like to say what's good out here about what's happening in Chicago. So I want a lot of people to understand that Chicago got a lot of shit that's going on. So this weekend, I might not be here, but I want you to go to this. Shout out to the 44th Annual Jazz Festival that's happening. Shout out to the Cultural Center that's throwing black art exhibits at Harold Washington Cultural Center. Get you some culture right So now. if you really want to do that, take your ass over there. Get some art in your life, people. It'll help you grow, okay? So be on the lookout for all that, man. Get out man. here. My dumb ass is going to the Great American Lobster Fest. So. You got butter? I'm not using butter. I'm trying to cut down. Okay. But the Honey Jack uh, Hennessy block party is going on too. So. Bucket of chicken with a Diet Pepsi. Is that what we're going for? Bucket of chicken? <laughs> this is a lobster fest. Yeah, I'm just saying. What else? That's healthy. Just don't eat the potatoes and corn. No, I don't, I don't fuck with that. So anyway, now I we got. We can stretch and get ready. It's time to do this. All right. Now let's get started for our topic of today, which is called Why Do Women Prefer to Date? Weaker men. Why? That is something. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say question, but whatever. That's a question. That is a hell of a question. That is the question. So I'm gonna ask. Before we break this down, I want to ask a simple question. What do you define as a weak man? What's the definition? Before we even do that, let's just preference this in saying this is an interactive show. Yes. 
So if you have opinion with anything that we're talking about, please leave a comment, leave your opinion, leave whatever you feel about this so we can interact with each other, politic, get some game off one another. Because mm-hmm. you may agree, you may disagree. You better learn some shit. Right, always. So let's get back to it. So what would be the definition of a weak man? Now, to me, that is a loaded question because most people think a weak man is somebody that's an inferior man, uh, somebody that don't have alpha qualities. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a weak man could be a man that you may think is an alpha man. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by that? I want y'all to go on my page, or you might have saw this uh, little meme, I'm gonna call it. It wasn't even worth saying a vibe. It's just a, a little video. This man was basically giving a woman that he had just slept with oh, yeah. $2,700 and told her that, baby, you can spend the night, you can stay, you can sleep, you can do whatever you want. Here go another $1,000 because I ripped your panties off. Oh, here go another $1,000, you can stay forever. Most women will say and interpret that as being someone that's strong or alpha male. But one of the characteristics of being a weak man as far as this relationship game is that you have to buy your experience with a woman. And buying don't always mean prostitution. Buying can mean that you are just buying her time so she can stay interested in the little time that she's spending with you. So that could be a definition of a weak man. Definition of a weak man could be a man that does not have a plan. Let me say that one more time. Definition of a weak man could be a man that does not have a plan. If you do not have some type of overall guidance that you're following in your life, that you can hitch your woman to and hitch your future children to and say, this is the way we roll, that could be considered a weak man. So it's a lot of different aspects of having weakness inside of a man, not just being get told shut the fuck up a lot you know what i'm saying so that's what that sounds like a lot like beta male syndrome in a way so it's kind of like you can't you have no confidence in yourself so you gotta flex a little bit yes you know as far as that video is concerned mm-hmm. so what did you think about that video did you see it? I, yeah i saw it i looked I, I saw what it was and it reminded us of a lot of people that we used to know right but the thing is it's a, it's, a, it's certain so much like it's almost like you kind of help it look to the mirror because we all been in that position in our lives before where we don't know what to really do when it comes to interactions with women. Absolutely. So we'll end up thinking that the first thing we think of is money. Money is the beautiful every interactive relationship yeah. with a woman. So we have to spend some money in order to get this woman's attention. We have to spend some money to keep this woman's attention. Most niggas who do that shit don't know what to do afterwards. So they keep thinking pouring money into a relationship will make the situation work. Right. It's not how this works. Mm-hmm. There's layers to this. A lot of times a man will pour money into a woman because he doesn't know any other way in order to keep her around because he does not have the wherewithal to have a conversation with that woman to keep her interested, to have a plan, like I said, to keep that woman interest, or to have an overall confident aura that makes that woman say, I'm going to be with that man, not because he has money, but because I know it's something under that hood of his that's bigger than anything that money can buy. Most men ain't got that. Uh, but we're going to a sexually explicit realm with this for a second. Okay. 
I thought that's where you were going. No, 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 no. But at the same time, it that does come with the uh, the territory. Um, but you know, we ain't got to go there. If you want to uh, kind of elaborate on that, a little I bit. mean, ladies, I'm letting you know it is gray sweatpants season coming up. So, yes. <laughs> pa! I'm sorry. Uh, you already know what it is. So bottom part. <laughs> so that would bring us to another. I would ask another question. Then why would a woman choose a weak man over a strong man? Then because even though that weak man is playing really beta male as tendencies, women tend to still go for that guy. So why would they still want to go for him? I would say it in this sense: um, if you were comfortable with the life that you live and you wanted to be with a woman, and this woman came in. And she saw that you had the potential to grow. Mm-hmm. But you were very, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Would you want that woman coming into your life and upsetting it? Would you want that woman demanding you to go after that promotion, uh, to upgrade the car, start reading more, start to diet, start to work out more, start to get in touch with your family more? Just all the things that can make you a better person. Mm. Would you want that if you was comfortable with your life right now? Yeah, well, I would you want that. Why would you, you say you would want that? Would, you, I would, would I want a woman to be comfortable? No, if you were comfortable with your life, uh-huh. and a woman came in and said that I'm going to challenge you to be a better person, I'm going to challenge you to grow, would you want that woman to be around? Yeah, I would. Why? Because a woman is trying to make you better than what you are at that point. Right. So if you feel like there's always level for me, as a man, I always feel that there's a level to be better than who you are. Right. Now, this is the point though. Okay. A lot of women don't want to be better than what they actually is. Let me say that in a different way. A lot of women are comfortable at where they are. And one of the hardest things that a person can go through is growth. Growth is not just about, okay, I have $5,000, let me have $6,000. Growth means that all of the bad habits that you have had, Mm -hmm. you got to rip those bitches apart and be something that you're not comfortable with. Growth is uncomfortable. And when a woman is with a weak man, that man is okay with what she is. She could be working at Family Dollar. She could be driving a Honda Civic. She could not read a lot. She could not be in touch with her spirituality. But because that weak man sees a woman he could sponge off of, maybe she lives in an apartment, maybe she has a car he can drive, that weak man is okay to her because that weak man makes her feel like a million dollars. But a man that is a stronger individual that comes in and say, I see the potential in you. I know that you can be much more. Let's work on you being much more. Now it upsets who she is. Now she has to begin to grow as a person. And if she doesn't want to do that, mm-hmm. she's going to want to get rid of the person that's making her feel that way. Let me add a little bit to that. So also, because a woman who is happy with where she is and doesn't want a strong man because that will force her to be better, it also seems a lot like it's also an authoritative stance. So you will take a weaker man who's more of a submissive, or as we call that submissive man. You will take a submissive man in order to be in sort of, you know, you don't have to worry about somebody pressing you or challenging you or telling you to be different than what you are. You got a man to say, look, they, and we see it all the time. You see what a man that 
Well, if you don't do what I tell you, I'm just gonna end up leaving. It's almost like it's a punishment. Right. You see it on social media a little bit. When you interact with men, interact with women who say, you, you ever see a woman go on a Facebook status if y'all don't like what I say, unfriend me, or I'm gonna unfriend you, or something like that. All the time. It's it's a flexing of their authority over over an individual, whether it be a, in this case a man. Right. They flex that power. It's almost in a vague way because it says something like, my pussy is giving me power, the likes of which you don't understand. Mm. And because you will obey it is the reason why I don't have to change who I am. Right. So, and if you try to, I can flex that authority with my pussy and say, I'm going to get up and leave. So you feel that the woman is now actually displaying more masculine, more dominant traits because she knows she's sitting on that pot of gold so she knows she has more bargaining chips and that allows her to say either take it or leave it because she knows that a weaker man is going to want to just take it. Right. <laughs> it's, it's using your feminine wiles to get what you want that's vain in its own mind. Right. And you know what? I just thought about something else. Mm-hmm. Another reason why women may be attracted to weaker men it's because of the society we live in right now. More women are getting up every single day and either going to college and graduating from it, being found in the workforce, and not just corporate America, in labor jobs, in jobs that involve heavy duty lifting. So you can even look this up. When a woman has to take on that type of responsibility, it increases her level of testosterone. So what's happening is women are starting to take on the characteristics of men. And if a woman takes on it, and when I say characteristics, I don't mean that you want another woman. I don't mean that you're growing a beard. But testosterone increases certain things inside of you. Drive, sex, um, using logic over emotional expression. Basically creating more of your masculine side, your man side. So a lot of women feel that it's easier to deal with a weaker man because now the authority she has, because she is in the man role Mm -hmm. with this job, with all this money she got, it's easier to control because her brain is now shifted to the man aspect of her. So instead of wanting to be a feminine woman, she is actually looking for a feminine man because she is more masculine now. Well, what kind of man? What? Well, what does he have to offer though? Like, what is it? What kind of a man like that would bring to the table in essence? Like, what? Why would a woman want that in general? Well, like I said, like I don't understand why a woman would want to have to rule over a man where they always feel like you know I want to strong man that's gonna do right by me and put me in my place. Well, let me do what I want to do. Cause I do what I wanna do because I'm a bad bitch or right, something like right, that. Right. But so in a way it's kinda like conflictions. Like you want a strong man or you want a weak man, which one is it? But if what you're saying is why would the woman want a weak man then? Well actually What do they what do they do? It sounds like a paradigm. It sounds like a paradox that you're saying, but it's not really. Uh the main core of a woman wants to be dominated by a man. And when I say dominated, I don't mean in the sense of physical, beat you up, tell you what to do. But she wants to go with a man that has a plan. She wants to submit to her man and follow his lead, you know. 
now, like I said, society has created this hybrid man slash woman type of situation that a woman has all the responsibility of a man but still wants to get treated like a woman. So she is conflicted within herself because she knows she wants to submit to a man. She knows she wants to be dominated by a man, but everything in society and everything that what society is putting on her, be uh, be responsible, be accountable, raise the kids, go to school, go to work, actually not only cook, but pay the mortgage. That plays with the mind and that makes a woman act more like that man. And when that woman acts more like that man, we're looking at it from like the benefit of uh, a feminine woman being with a superior man is he, he can lead her. But when a woman is thinking like a man, what does a man really want? A strong man want? A strong man wants a stronger woman. A strong man wants a stronger woman? Oh, sorry, a strong woman equals strong woman. He wants an equally strong woman? Yes. Okay, see, right now, I think we're going to disagree with that. Why do you think that? Now, the reason why I feel that we're going to disagree is because I don't believe that a strong man wants a strong woman. Okay. The only way that I can agree with you is if that strong woman is being strong in what makes her a woman, not being strong in what well, yeah, will well, that's compete what I mean. with her yeah. as being a well, man. Well, okay, I would say she wants a strong woman in a complimentary role. Okay. Because as every, like, we try to argue all the time, and even though they women might find us uncomfortable with, it's the truth. Men and women aren't necessarily equal. We're not. As far as physically, mentally, emotionally, we're just not the same. We're not equal at all. We're not. We're complementary of each other. Yes, and that's and we're the, not equal. Yes, yeah. and that's the point. So when I say a strong man wants a strong woman, she has to be strong as a woman in her own right because a woman is naturally is a complementary of a man. So, and vice versa. So, being strong as in... Now, I don't want nobody to get lost with what I'm about to say, okay. but what I want you to do is start to research what is divine feminine and what's divine masculine. Because when you research this, you know how when you say, I want you to be a man or a real man is, when you you know start off any sentence like that, you're actually speaking to what a divine masculine man is, what a divine feminine woman is. So a divine masculine man is a man that has logic is a man that has drive, is a man that has uh, knowledge, is a man that instead of being creative, he's demonstrative, which means that the woman can come up with a plan, but the man is going to execute and enforce it. That's what the divine masculine is. Divine feminine is emotion, it's creative, it's not logic, it's expressive. So if a woman can get into this and be that strong woman into the divine feminine, Hell yeah, I want a strong woman. Mm -hmm. But women are starting to compete with men in being men. Yeah, that's 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 what the line is. That's a conflict of interest. Yes. So because we got this strong woman competing to be a strong man, if I'm competing against someone, I want to dominate over that opponent. So the easiest way to dominate over an opponent is to get a weaker one. So that's one of the reasons why a strong woman, the woman that say, I've got my own car, pay my own bills, is subconsciously attracting 
this weaker man. Somebody that basically take care of them. Exactly. Okay? As long as their authority is above them, that's fine. Exactly. But then I, then that also begs the question, because you kind of elaborated a little bit on that. Why are strong men a challenge to women so much? Strong men are a challenge to women for a couple of reasons. It seems like they're taking the easy road out when they get a weak man. But that's, or beta man. That's the whole premise of all this. If you don't want to have growth within yourself, then it's best that you don't deal with a strong man. Because a man that is strong or self-actualized or just on his shit is not going to deal with a woman that, number one, is going to try to compete with him, number one, doesn't un understand herself, and number three, did I say number one? No, I, I, I kind of messed up the numbers. Number one, number two, and number three. Yeah. It's somebody that's going to come in and not bring anything to the table, okay? In order to keep yourself in a high role, strong black woman, mm -hmm. you can't be with a strong black man because it's going to cause you to have to look at the faults within yourself. So of course, you're going to have a hard time with this strong black man because if anybody is, like I said at the beginning, if you're trying to avoid looking within yourself and you're okay with where you are in life, a strong man is going to challenge everything about yourself. You're not going to be able to holler at a strong man. And it's not because he's going to smack you or beat you. But it's because if he's a strong man or alpha male, he has other options. So your hollering is going to cause him to walk out the door and never come back. You're not going to be able to browbeat that man because he has other options. You're not going to be able to tell him what you want to do because he's a man that already has a plan of how his family is going to go. So you're going to have to either get in line or get away. And a lot of times, if you're a strong woman, you probably already came up with your own plan of how you're going to move in life. Now you're going to have to compete with this strong black man. I'll give y'all a prime example of a strong man. You know, this is kind of like simple. You ever get in your feelings, you argue what you do, and you give them that long, get that long, dreaded, long ass text message in, the, in your phone, and the man gives you that simple, okay. <laughs> that is, whether you think that's petty or not, that's actually the sign of a strong man. Yes. Because a strong man is not going to cater to you when you're acting irrationally, emotionally. So what he's going to do is, he's going to take a step back and say, well, he's saying, okay, he's taking a step back and he's saying, I'll let you work your feelings out on your own. When you're done, you can come back and talk to me, but I'm going to keep the process rolling. He holding you accountable for your emotions of how you're acting. He's not going to pander to you. Right. He's not going to make you feel like being illogical or over emotional right. is what's going to be the norm in this relationship right. he's going to make you shit or get off the pot with your emotions sometimes like you Go ahead. and if a woman is not in touch if she wasn't raised with a man or her father her older brothers her cousins her uncles that do things like this that she could see with her own eyes she is not going to know how to handle this she's actually going to get combative not because she wants to, but because she ain't never dealt with this type of energy before. Right. That's what actually makes them shy away from a strong man. It's because I've never dealt with this energy before. Right. I don't know what it means for me to be 
the follower of a man because I always saw what you say because they're always the leaders in their own household or they saw their mothers being the leaders in their own household or their fathers were kicked out of the household or left the household before they could tell them the whole game of this man-woman situation that's one of the main reasons why I vehemently vehemently cannot have a woman take care of me in my household I have to be the man in my household not because just because it's in my nature to be but I like to raise my children to believe that, you know, there's a strong presence in the household. Right. So I need that to be me. My wife, my wife can be that strong presence in her own feminine way. But as far as when they hear daddy home, they understand daddy holding it down. Right. So, but with that being said, if that's the case, then what would happen if more women chose strong men like that? Well, the first thing that happened would be a civil war. Okay. <laughs> wow, civil war. A civil war. So that doesn't sound like damn civil war just popped up. Because okay. what would what that is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I was going. Yeah. The reason why it would be a civil war is simply because it's going to have to be an adjustment period for women. Mm-hmm. Because now you're getting you're going into the realm of the things that you could get away it's with. Rest. You're not going to be able to get away with anymore. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean that in a way of growth. You know, the not being accountable for your emotions, now you're not going to be able to get away with it. The not being able to control your temper, control your mouth, control what you say, you're not going to be able to get away with it. And this is not always a bad thing. This is just growth. So you're not going to want to be in that situation. And if women... First, meet that strong man that's going to challenge everything dealing with that. It's going to be a lot of conflict, aka a civil war. Mm-hmm. Now, afterwards, we get past that situation. What's going to happen is the type of family dynamic that was in the 50s, in the 40s, in the 30s, in the 20s. When you have a man that's sitting at the head of the household. And what I mean the head of the household, head of the household is some real shit, okay? This is real talk with the head of the household. You got to be willing to die for your entire family. You got to be the first person to take the first gunshot for your entire family. You got to be the person that sacrifices your mental health, everything for those people that's inside of your household. That's a lot. You know, and a lot lot of men, let's be real, are not ready to do that specific thing. No. But when you meet that strong man... Those are the type of characteristics that he has. That's what protector really means. He will die for his family. Now, you're going to have women submitting back into their original roles as being the helper for that man. And I don't mean that in a misogynistic way. But for a woman to help a man go is where her original position was. If you look back in ancient Kemet, the throne was an actual woman. The man sat on top of it, not in a superior way, but meaning that that woman was his backbone. But that man was the one that was pushed in the forefront. So everything would turn back to his original nature. Kids would go to school. There would be lesser crime. There would be more kids and more grown people that grew up feeling like I should be family oriented instead of I can do all bad. I can do all good. I don't give a damn as long as I do it with me and don't need nobody else. We'll get rid of that whole thing. Because I had a fucking 
status. I had two statuses. Are you preparing yourself to be a wife? Are you preparing yourself to be a husband? And I can full-heartedly say, there is about 5% of this entire Facebook population that wants to be married or wants to prepare themselves to be somebody marriage partner. Everybody else don't give one, two shakes of a fat rat's ass about being somebody's partner, about complimenting Man. someone, or about actually being serious about being in a relationship. Not a goddamn soul. And that's not just women, that's with men too. So if you had that strong black man or that strong man come back in, that whole situation is gone. Well, that shows you what kind of like the society swung nowadays. It's like because that's how we were raised. Yeah, it's rape, marriage, the relationships like that have become very tabooist. Like it's like it's just a joke to them. Like they don't take it seriously anymore. It's a joke. It's so, you it's said kinda, you said it best, bro. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke to a lot of people. But that's the reason why, because our family dynamic is completely off. Women ruling over the family is not the way it's supposed to be. It creates no family because if a woman is in the rulership role, it doesn't create a role for that man. And what does a man do when it's not wanted? When a man's not wanted, where does he go? Away. He get the fuck up out of here. Right. Okay? So with a woman being in the leadership position, and that's what we live in today as millennials. It's a matriarchic society mm-hmm. because of crack academic and the government. But it's a it's a matriarch society nonetheless. Now we gotta be careful though. Play devil's advocate. We are in a society that where you're saying what you're saying is kind of like you're saying that women can't handle the job. So of course women will take that certain level of offense. I think Chris Rock said it best. I could drive a car with my feet, but that don't make it a good idea. Okay. Now a woman can take on any type of job that a man can. But that doesn't mean that that's the optimal position that she's supposed to be in. A woman could kill a man. A woman could knock a man out. But that's not overall where she thrives at, where her highest point of being a woman is. Mm -hmm. So, of course, a woman could be the head of a household. But as we see now, when a woman is head of a household, it creates a void of where the man is supposed to be, and you get an incomplete family. And what happens? The Brothers Podcast talking about why women prefer weak men. (laughs) So this is where we are now. And it's not to down a woman. Because it's not even the woman's fault. This is more of a systemics issue. The woman is just the byproduct of what the government, what everybody has done, the crack epidemic has done to the black family dynamic. It ain't your fault. But since you are aware of this, you need to understand that if you are the head of your household woman, then you are actually fucking up every generation under you that you and that man, if the man is there, is gonna raise. It's just the way it is. I didn't make this up. Blame Mother Nature. Blame Father Time. Well, we're about to close to the end of this. Uh, You got any final thoughts to this? I think I've said a mouthful. So uh, I just want women to understand that you should not prefer a weaker man because it feels good. Right. You should always be striving to grow. Growth should be your number one strong suit. So in order for you to grow and for your family to grow, you need a man that has a plan. And a strong man is a man that has a plan. So at some point, you're going to have to die down that uh, that want 
to either rule or subconsciously be with somebody that you can get your point across to and rule over. You're going to have to settle back into your natural role, and that's being the backbone of a family. That doesn't mean that you're second. That just means you're in your optimal position as a woman. So when you get there, we don't have to have these type of shows anymore. But until that day, your ass is going to be tuned into the Brothers Podcast. Talk about why women prefer to date with men. I say that because we, we need to talk about other shows. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I won't say okay. Like, we need to move on, on to the, the bigger topics. Like, hold on. We need shows like this. I, <laughs> I, I need this. Okay. okay. Um, I would say this. It's pick and choose which road you want to travel down when it comes to this relationship game. If you make that choice and when you make do make that choice, you have to understand this. Once you make that choice, you better commit to this choice. <laughs> because you're not, and when you do commit to this choice, be prepared to take whatever happens after that. So if you end up with this or you end up with that, it's because you made that choice. So if you want what you want the right way, make a smart choice for yourself. So if you want a weaker man, you get a weaker man. You want, oh, I have to call it beta nigga. You want a beta nigga, get a beta nigga. But you better get some beta, you're going to have a beta nigga responsibility to take care of. Because that beta nigga needs to be taken care of. <laughs> you got beta, beta nigga issues. Yeah, you got beta nigga issues. He need his, uh, he need his cage changed twice Hell a yeah. day. Hell yeah. like having a pet. <laughs> but if you want a strong man, then guess what? That's something about shoes. You're just going to have to back down, honey. Sorry, but that's how it is. Strong men can't be opposed. We like to win. We like to win too much. That's actually a characteristic of an alpha male. Yeah. When he competes, he wins. And notice this isn't toxic masculinity. As I know it's, oh, that sounds very toxic masculinity. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Please. Well, with that being said. I'm Dante Chase Bridges. I'm Stephen C.P. Watson. You tune in to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Have a happy Labor Day weekend. Stay off the barbecue. Thank <laughs> you.